0: everybody and welcome to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda and I'm an early childhood educator and I am in Ontario, Canada and today I wanted to talk to you about how I use iPads in kindergarten. A little while back, I had asked some of you guys to let me know what you wanted me to talk about on this podcast about kindergarten. And I had a few responses. So I'll be talking about them over the next few weeks. But one of the questions was about how I use iPads in kindergarten. And I thought about the question. And I've already done a podcast on like my top five kindergarten apps. And so I thought I'd already done that. But then I started thinking more about our iPads. And I realized that we do a lot more than just let our students use apps with the iPads. And so I thought I would delve a little bit deeper into exactly how we use them in our kindergarten classroom. If you want to listen to the podcast episode about my top five kindergarten apps, I'll leave a link in the show notes so that you can go and listen to that one. It's really great. I talk about how I use all the iPad apps. I've also done a blog post about that. I'll throw that link in there too. And it's just how our students have used the iPads in our classroom. And they've been so great at being able to allow our students to show us what they know and document their own learning. So that's a really great episode. But today I wanted to talk to you about in general just how we use the iPads in our classroom. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about how iPad use has changed over the years um, since I've started in kindergarten. And I'll talk a little bit about that also and put it all into one episode. So I hope you guys stay tuned, and if you like this episode of the Creative Kindergarten Podcast, make sure you are following me if you're listening to this on YouTube, or if you're listening to this on some kind of podcasting platform, subscribe, make sure you're leaving a rating, and letting me know um, what you like about the podcast or any future podcasts that you want to hear, make sure that you are staying tuned to this one. Before I begin telling you how I use iPads in kindergarten, I thought I would just go into a little bit about the logistics of how many iPads and what they're used for um in each kindergarten classroom in our board we get six ipads that are to be used by students so those can be used in any way that we wish as educators to have students use them um they have a variety of apps that are available through an app catalog that the that the board actually administers so it, if you have, it's not like you can just go to the Apple Store and download whichever apps you want. These are apps that we have to send to a facilitator, and they check through it and make sure it's okay to be added into the app catalog, and then we can download them onto the student iPads. So there's a bit of um. Um, not at, completely at our own discretion, we do have to f- uh, follow the parameters that the board sets for those, but pretty much they can be used for anything that we want in our kindergarten classroom. So those are the six that the students can use, but there's also one that every early childhood educator has access to. So as an ECE, I get an iPad for my own personal use that's attached to me, so they don't give me the iPad, it still belongs to the school, to the board office but I get to keep it and use it at my own discretion for anything that I want to use an iPad for. So at any given point, we have seven iPads in our classroom. That's like not if any of them are broken or anything like that. So each classroom technically could have up to seven iPads that the the board has given us to use. So these can be used for a whole bunch of different things. And I thought I'd break that down. And then yeah, talk a little bit about um, how I've seen um, iPad use evolve over the years. Um, The first thing that we use it for is definitely those apps that help our students document their own learning. Like I've said before, like the Chatterpicks and the Draw and Tells, it's really great for students to be able to um, really document their own learning and use their voice and their writing and telling us what they're learning about. Um, they could just be using the camera to take pictures to document their learning. We um, often go on walks around the school. So these could be like a number walk. So We take the iPad with us when we go around the school and they take pictures of different numbers that they see. And then we can come back and either print them or put them into like a digital book that they can look through afterwards. And you can do this for anything. You can do this for letters. You can do this, do this for words. You can do this for 2D, 3D shapes, patterns. Anything you want. You can go on uh, a walk to go and see if you can find as many of those as possible. You can take it outside. We've taken it outside before and let our students document their what they see like changes that they saw for fall season I think it was. And so we went out maybe with spring I can't remember but we took it outside and they took pictures of any signs of um, spring that they saw. So if they saw a bud so they they would take a picture of a bud or if they saw green grass growing they took a picture of green grass and we went through a nature walk and we walked around we have this little wooded area behind the school that we can go on a little path in and we did that and then we came back inside and we put the pictures up on the projector screen and we talked about all the different things that we saw and then i printed a few of those pictures and they could write about it and we were maybe able to make a big um, bulletin board of everything that they had seen so it's really great for them just to use to take pictures in general and you can use just the picture app on the iPad for a a good variety of things. Another thing that we use the iPads for for our students to use is that they can use it to record or use a green screen and things like that. So they can make videos and they can put them together using iMovie. We have brought a green screen into a classroom a couple of times. I set it up, it's this huge big thing and I set it up and then I showed them how to use the green screen app that they have available and it's a free app. I think it's by Do Inc, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll try to put that in the show notes if I can find which app that we use. And after I show them how to use it, they're able to just use a green screen. So in the past, we've done um, community helpers. And what they did was they picked which community helper they wanted to be. And I helped them find a background to match. So if they wanted to be a firefighter, I. Found a fire fi- um, a fire truck to put in the background if they wanted to be a veterinarian. I found a veterinarian's office and so they could take a picture in front of that green screen and be in that community helper space. And then I printed them all out and we made a class book and they got to write about the community helper that they that they wanted to be. You can add props into that so. Um, a child wanted to be a doctor he found all the doctor props that we had in our classroom the child that wanted to be a firefighter found a fire hat and so they were able to add a little bit more into that but the green screen app there's so many great things you can do with a green screen and we have like a like my husband has a professional green screen that he uh, lent us for our classroom but you can even just get a green tablecloth from i think they sell them at the dollar store or like party city and you can just use that I've also seen some really great things done. I've never done this myself, but I've seen it this past year and it's such a great idea where they make um, a box and they turn it green. So like a little box that has a flap that comes up and they paint it green so that the students can use little puppets in front of these box green screens, which I thought was fantastic. And so now they're using puppets in front of it. So you don't need this huge thing. It can be just a little box that they're working in front of. So there's lots of different things that you can do with uh, green screens. You can see examples of that all over Pinterest and Google. It's a really great use for your app and it, it transports our students into another space and you can teach them how to do it. I've done that in the past where it's just them. After I show them how to use the app, they run with it and they know what they're doing. That's some of the ways that we use um, the iPad apps with our students, but for us, when I use the iPad, I like to use my iPad for documentation, so what I'll do is I set up a OneNote with the help of my teacher librarian friend. I'll leave a link in the show notes with her store, she's Books and Bytes, and she has some great OneNote um, applications that you can add and some great notebooks that you can add for documentation using the iPad. And it's so great because I can share that um, OneNote notebook with my teaching partner, and we can both input student uh, documentations right into it, so that OneNote app is so fantastic for documenting within the kindergarten classroom and we can have the iPad out and then go around and take pictures and put it right into each child's section. So it's really easy when it comes to doing report cards or whatever it is that we need that documentation for. It's really easy just to pull up that child and see everything that they've done with pictures. So Uh, mainly the one that I have as a ECE iPad. It's mainly used for documentation. Sometimes I even use it to read books off of like the Epic app and things like that, but mostly it's been used for documentation in the past. Now that I've talked a little bit about exactly how we use the iPads in the kindergarten classroom, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, a thing that I keep hearing about, students having too much screen time and a lot of um, backlash of us having these iPads in the kindergarten classroom has been from parents and teachers saying, well, students have too much screen time as it is. Why are we adding iPads into the classroom? And this has been something that I've been thinking about the past couple of years because I hear this argument a lot. And I, I know that iPads can be such a great tool in our classroom and not allowing our students to use them can be to a detriment because you can teach so many things. You can teach them to code. You can teach them reading and writing and math and all kinds of great stuff. You can use it for inquiry, for STEM, and it's such a great tool to have in the classroom. And I think that's the biggest difference where people are looking at it as a toy when really it should be looked at as a tool in the kindergarten classroom. How is it helping the student in their learning? How is it augmenting their learning? Not just are they having fun and playing games on it? And I think once you shift your thinking into seeing it as a tool instead of a toy, I think that makes a big difference in how you use the iPad in your classroom. It's no longer just something you put out to keep kids busy. It's something that you use to really help in their learning journey. It really helps to make that, that um, learning better and so when I hear that students are getting too much screen time and I understand that they do get a lot of screen time possibly at home and between home and school it can add up to being a lot I know that I have to really think about why do we use it and how is it really helping our students grow in their learning. I've been working in kindergarten um, for six years now in the full-day kindergarten program and I've seen iPad use change over this time. So I'm going to preface everything I'm about to say by saying that I'm not a parent and this isn't coming off as a judgmental um, thing to um, say. No, I don't want it to come off as being judgmental. I just want it to come off as me trying to reflect on and think about how the ipad has really changed our teaching has changed how children are in our classroom and i just wanted to throw my thoughts out there this is for complete reflection this isn't by no means like a scientific um study by any stretch i just something i've just something that i've noticed something that i've seen change over the past couple years and i was talking to somebody about this the other day and i just wanted to pass along a little bit about how I think iPads have really changed how we teach students and changed how students come to our kindergarten classroom. So again, not judgmental, just my observations. Because when I started six years ago in kindergarten, iPads weren't really a thing for um, kids. Like. People had tablets, like adults had tablets. You could have like a Kindle and you could be reading off of it. iPads were starting to come out as new, but they were really expensive and there wasn't really any cases for students. It was really just, it wasn't really seen as a toy for kids. And somewhere around like five years ago, that really shifted completely and they started marketing apps towards kids. They started having cases and they really started pushing iPads towards kids. Before this, kids did have access to technology. They would use a desktop computer. And a lot of kids would come to kindergarten knowing how to use a mouse. And then for some reason, between my first year and my second year of kindergarten, that all changed and kids no longer came to school knowing how to use a mouse. There was something that changed in those couple of years when I first started kindergarten where they were no longer using a mouse, they were no longer using a desktop computer, they started to have iPads. They started to have their own personal iPad. Where before mom and dad had an iPad and that was a like something that mom and dad only used. It shifted to now each kid pretty much has an iPad that they have to use. And I was trying to think of like, well, if they hadn't as- um, access to a desktop computer before, what's the big change? There's still, a desktop still has a screen. Why is that any different from using the iPad? And I came to realize that when you leave the house, the desktop computer can't come with you the iPad can come with you and it becomes one of those things that I find that parents and again this isn't a judgy thing it's uh, you do what you got to do as a parent sometimes but parents are no longer talking to their kids when you see kids at restaurants or you see them at um, the grocery store you see them in the car they're they're no longer being spoken to they're on their iPad they're they're being kept busy by a screen and um, the person who I was telling this to actually told me that they were at Boston Pizza with their child and they got to Boston Pizza and they all sat down to eat and the waitress came over and she said, oh, do you guys want to go get an iPad from the wall? And the mom was like, what do you mean an iPad from the wall? And the waitress is like, yeah, we have iPads for the kids to play with while they're while they wait for their food. And she told me this and I was like, yeah, I'm realizing that this is becoming the new norm that." parents are no longer engaging in talking to their to their child. They're and the child is now engaging in talking to a screen and it has been a big shift. And I children have not changed. Like I keep hearing children have changed. They come to kindergarten and they don't know as much as they used to know. Children have changed so much. And I don't think it's children that have changed. I really think it's um how much face-to-face interactions that they're getting that has changed. And so as educators, we need to realize this. We need to realize that parents are getting busier, parents have a lot more on their plates, and children are getting a lot more um, screen time and not screen time that is um, giving them any kind of feedback. So if they're using doc uh, uh, iPad as a tool, it's a, it's a lot different than using an iPad as a toy, which is most of the time what they're doing with at, when they're at home or if they're out and about. And so we have to come to realize that uh, kids are coming to our school without all those great inter- early interactions that they're getting. And we need to come to realize that as educators, we need to start providing that. So we need to be using that dialogue. We need to be talking to them. We need to be um, having those conversations back and forth with our students and really giving them a lot more Um, conversations and a lot more skills and social skills in that department and that was a big realization for me these past couple months is because I was I was really trying to figure out what has changed so much since I first started teaching kindergarten and it was only six years ago I mean that's not very long but what has changed over those six years is that students are coming in and they don't really have those social interactions they They're coming in and where they used to have some fine motor skills because they were using a mouse to play with on a computer. They're not coming with that anymore. They're coming with the pointing because they're constantly using a touch screen. And so those skills now have to be taught, those fine motor skills, because they're using an iPad. They're not playing with the Play-Doh or the little Barbie toys. They're um, not having to write their names. They're not having to practice um, writing, on, um, writing letters. They don't read as much in a book. So all those skills that we used to take for granted that they'd come to school with, they don't have anymore. So I think it's just shifting our focus as educators to realize that this is a need that's coming out a lot more. And I'm not saying this to be judgy towards parents. Like I said, they have so much on their plates now. And I don't think they're even realizing just how much they're relying on technology Um, throughout the day to help their child and again this is an overgeneralization like this is not every single parent But yeah, I thought I would just share those thoughts and my experience with this, just so that as educators, we can really come to think about it and really start to um, realize what the changes are that are happening. And it's not the kids that are changing. It's just how they're coming to us at school. They're still capable of doing all the amazing things that they always were capable of doing. But I think we need to, um, especially at the beginning of the year, really slow down and take stock of what they can do and meet them at what they can do. And keep good from there, because I am really finding that um, what they can do every year is getting a little bit less and less, and I and I don't want to blame it just on screen time, but I think it's the um, the impact that iPads have had over the years on students, and and this is to coming from somebody who is a huge huge. Um, proponent of using tech with students because I know that's where all the STEM careers are going to be. I know that's where they need to have a lot of focus for their like just for their future selves. All these coding, all these STEM careers, this is where it's all going to be for them. And so how do we get our students to use iPads in our classroom purposefully? And so yeah, I'm just going to leave you on that thought. What do you guys think? You let me know. Do you, have you seen a change in your students over the past few years in kindergarten? Do you think it's because of screen time or do you think it's completely something else? Do you disagree with me completely that it has nothing to do with iPads? Do you think children have changed in a different way? Let me know, leave me a comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to me um, on, uh, on a podcast, make sure you follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or reach out to me on my blog so that you can tell me what you think. Do you agree? Is it screen time that has changed kids or do you think it's something else completely I'd love to hear what you think you can agree with me disagree with me these are all my own personal thoughts and opinions again it's just something I've been thinking about lately and thought I would bring it to you guys to see what you think and so I'll leave all the links in the description to find me on social media but I'm at creative kindergarten blog on tpt on instagram you can find me on facebook I'm just creative kindergarten there or creative kindergarten is obviously my blog so that was episode 15 of the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. Make sure you're following me. Um, leave a rating on this blog, if you uh, on this podcast, if you really enjoyed it. And let me know what else you would like to hear me talk about. And I will see y'all next time. Have a great week.